0: People of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners, welcome to the March 3rd, 2023 Midday Movie Madness Weekly Weekend Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Movie Girl. Happy National Puppet Day and happy singer, Happy birthday to singer Chaka Khan, actress Carrie Russell, the late movie actress Joan Crawford, country singer Brett Eldridge, and TV actor Randall Park. May the odds be ever in your favor. Exactly 11 years ago today, Jennifer Lawrence's Caddus Everdeen at trinket played by Elizabeth Banks, Josh Hartford's Peter Lamar, Lamar, Peter Mullar, Liam Hemsworth's Gail Hawthorne, Amanda Stenberg's Rue, Woody Harrelson's Hamish, Stanley Tucci's Caesar Flickerman, Lenny Kravitz's Cinna, and the rest of the Hunger Games cast flew like one of Katniss's arrows from the page to the movie screens and into movie moviegoers' heart. The prequel to the Hunger Games, the Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, comes out into theaters November 17th this year. Other March, 2023 rele- other March 23rd releases include 1990's Pretty Woman, Sherlock Gnomes. Pacific Room Rising, The Clarissa Explains It All TV Show, 1984's Police Academy, 2008's Isle of Dogs, 18's Isle of Dogs, 2007's Rain Over Me, and many others. The amazing Elton John, along with Sasha Feldstein, Lee Pace, Stephen Taylor, the late soul singers Aretha Franklin, Sarah Jessica Parker, have birthdays March 25th. That day happens to be the release date for last year's The Lost City, 1983's The Outsiders, and dare I mention it, 2016's Batman v. Superman Dawn of Justice. Mariah Carey, R&B singer Haley Berry, a.k.a. the the live-action Little Mermaid's Ariel, and Quentin Tarantino, Blow Out Birthday Candles, March 27th, 2015's Home and Get Hard, 1992's Ladybugs and White Men Can't Jump, 2009's Monsters vs. Aliens, and the 2005 still-going-on-hit TV drama, Raisin' Abbey's, all debuted that day. Rock singer Steven Tyler, the late actor James Cann, Karen Knightley, soul singer Diana Ross, Martin Short, the late Leonard Nimoy, were all born March 26. Lady Gaga, Vince Vaughn, Julia Stiles and Reba McIntyre blow up birthday candles March 28th, which happens to be the debut dates for 1986's Lucas, the Futurama TV show, 2014's Noah, and Alfred Hitchcock's 1963 classic The Birds, which, along with Psycho, will end up coming to Netflix on April 1st. No joke. The 2019 Dumble remake, The Host, from 2013, 1959's Some Like It Hot and 2018's Ready Player One all debuted on March 29th in their respective years. Yikes! Apparently Shazam wasn't the magic word of the box office. Despite flying to the top here in the States, the DC Comics and Warner Brothers sequel fell short with a disappointing $30.5 million dollars. It was expected to make between 35 to 40 million dollars, but that's not even that great since it had a 110 million plus price tag. That's an enormous drop from the original 2019 Shazam, which powered its way to 53 and a half million dollar bow and ended up with a box office run of 140 million dollars stateside and 366 million worldwide. It's also one of the worst stars in the DC Cinematic Universe, other than the pandemic-era films like Wonder Woman 1984, which started off with only $116 million, and The Suicide Squad, which had $26 million. But keep in mind, both of them uh, also debuted simultaneously on HBO Max. Not great reviews in What of mouth may not help it in the forthcoming weeks. Keep in mind it was also the victim of the enormous DC Studios overhaul. It's the first film to open since Peter Safran and James Gunn took over the superhero universe of the DC and decided to retool it to set it on a brand new path. Last week's winner, the Scream 6, slid to second with 17.5 million, that brings the sequel's domestic tally to 76 million victims after just two weeks out. The horror film added another 40 million overseas, bringing its victim count worldwide to 116 million dollars. Michael B. Jordan's sports drama Creed 3 took third with 15.3 million. After three weeks out, the film has generated a stellar 127.7 million dollars outgrossing its procedures. Alas, the world was stunned March 17th when news broke that 60-year-old Lance Reddick, known for playing Lieutenant Cedric Daniels on the HBO show The Wire, passed away suddenly. APNews.com announced the news March 18th stating, Wendell Pierce, Reddick's co-star in the Wild, paid tribute on tribute. A man of great strength and grace, he wrote. As talented a musician as he was an actor. The epitome of class. John Wick Chapter 4 director St- Chad Selhiski and star Keanu Reeves said they were dedicating the upcoming film to Reddick and were deeply saddened and heartbroken at the loss. The Wire creator David Simon praised Reddick on Twitter. Consuming professional, devoted collaborator, lovely and gentleman, loyal friend, could go on, but no, I can't go on. This is gutting, and way, way, way too soon. Reddick also stars in the Fox series Fringe as a special agent Phil Broyles, the smartly dressed Matthew Abaddon on Lost, and he played the multi-skilled Continental, Concert, a Continental Hotel concierge Sharon in Lionsgate's John Wick movies, including the fourth in the series that releases later this month. The world of Wick would not be what it is without Lance Reddick and the unparalleled depth he brought to Sharon's humanity and unflappable charisma. Lance leaves behind an indelible legacy and hugely impressive body of work, but we will remember him as our lovely, joyful friend and concierge, Lionsgate said in a statement. His upcoming projects include 20th Century's remake of White Man Can't Jump and Shirley. Netflix's biopic of former Congresswoman Shirley Chisholm. He was also slated to appear in the John Wick spin-off Ballerina, as well as the Kane Muni Court Martial. He will also appear in Zeus in the upcoming Disney Plus series, Percy Jackson's and the Olympians. March 18th, LATimes.com announced a big bombshell of news. Sam Neill has reassured fans that he is alive and well, and cancer-free after his recent stage 3 lymphoma diagnosis caused a panic on social media. In an Instagram post, the Jurassic Park star clarified his career has been in remission for eight months, which feels really good. Though The Guardian reported the key detail on Friday, headlines about Neil's cancer battle sparked widespread concern for the 75-year-old actor nonetheless. My news seems to be all over the news at the moment. It's sort of cancer, 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 which is slightly tiring because as you see, I am alive and kicking, Neil wrote on Saturday on Instagram. Let's not worry too much about all that because I'm fine, okay? Neil also shared a video expressing the same sentiment for good measure. On Friday, the two-time Emmy nominee revealed in an interview with The Guardian that he was diagnosed with stage three angiomunobastic T-cell lymphoma, a blood cancer. Shortly after, he experienced swelling glands while promoting the 2022 film Jurassic World Dominion. Neil is able to manage the disease thanks to a chemotherapy drug he will continue taking every month for the rest of his life, according to the Guardian. Those dark moments throw the light into sharp relief, you know, and have made me grateful for every day and immensely grateful for all my friends, he told the Guardian. Just pleased to be alive. I'm not afraid to die, he added. But it would oh, will annoy me. Because I'd really like another decade or two. I've got my lovely little grandchildren. I want to see them get big. In much better news, Variety.com reported March 20th that Eva Longoria's upcoming movie, Flaming Hot, will have the honor of both of debuting on both Disney Plus and Hulu at the same time on June 9th. The film about the creation of Flaming Hot Cheetos by a Frito-Lay janitor and how it changed the snack industry will be the very first movie to premiere on both platforms at once. Welcome to the first-time parents' club, Gina Rodriguez. ET Canada reported March 18th. The actress recently welcomed her and hubby, Joe. Lo Sierra's first child. No name, no word on the baby's name or gender. While HBO's succession might be ending with the debut of the fourth and final season on Sunday, March 26, one of the stars, Sarah Snook, is starting a new chapter in her life. First time mother. The Hollywood Reporter announced Monday night, during Monday's premiere event in New York City, For the upcoming fourth and final season of her HBO series, the actress revealed to Entertainment Tonight that she and husband Dave Lawson are expecting their first child together. The 35-year-old pregnant star discussed her baby bump with the outlet and revealed that she is 32 weeks along. It's exciting, she said about the news. I feel great. And surprise! It was announced last Friday, March 17th, Macaulay Culkin and his wife Brenda Song. Whose birthday is in a few days, secretly welcome their second son Carson at Christmas time. The little newborn joins his big brother Dakota, who was born on April 2022 and named to honor Culkin's late sister, who passed in 2008. We have an update on the new Twister movie. The dot com reported last Friday Daisy Edgar Jones, who broke through with the British miniseries Normal People is in negotiations to star in Twisters, Universal Pictures and Amblin Entertainment's reboot of the 1996 tornado adventure movie Twister. Minari Helmer Lee Isaac Chung is going full studio tentpole with this project, which has a script by Mark L. Smith, The Revenant. Twisters starred Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton as romantically estranged storm chasers facing rival storm chasers, a host of tornadoes, and their feelings for each other. The new story is not a sequel, nor is it expected to bring back old characters. The studio is describing it as a new chapter. Edgar Jones will start in the project as a former storm chaser who, after surviving a disastrous tornado encounter, now works at a desk job. However, she will soon be forced to, you guessed it, go out into the breach once more. Longtime couple Dylan Sprouse and his girlfriend Barbara Palvin have confirmed that yes, they are engaged. Guess what Jordan Peele fans? Variety.com revealed Monday, March 20th, his next film is coming up pretty soon. Universal Pictures has dated the director's untold fourth live-action film for Wednesday, December 25th, 2024. That means it takes the place of Wicked Far one which were fly to theaters, not on that day, but on November 27, 2024 instead. Unfortunately, this puts the film right in the crossfire of Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Avatar 3, who go up against each other five days beforehand on December twentieth, twenty 2024, which means it could be for a very ugly Christmas next year. Of course, In usual fashion, Peele is keeping all the details of his new films under lock and key. If that's not enough news for you, the studio also scheduled an untitled monkey paw film, that's uh, Jordan Peele's film company, to open on September 27, 2024, replacing an untitled animated film of theirs. So that means next year, we'll get not one, but two Jordan Peele films out. Playbill.com announced three days ago, "Brookback Mountain, Ashley Robinson's new play with music based on Annie Perlick's short story, will make its world premiere at London's Act Soho Place beginning May 10th, prior to an official opening May 18th. Featuring song by Dan Gillespie-Sells and direction by Jonathan Butterell, the limited engagement will continue through August 12th. Tony and BAFTA nominee Mike Fast, Dear Evan Hansen, West Side Story Film, will star as Jack, with Oscar nominee Lucas Hedges, Manchester by the Sea, Boy Erased, as Eunice. The original songs will be performed by Eddie Rear, Fairground Attraction, who plays the balladeer, with further casting to be announced. Set in Wyoming, 1963, Brokeback Mountain follows the relationship between Eunice and Jack, who take jobs on the isolated Brokeback Mountain and all their uncertainties of life change forever as they flounder in unexpected emotional waters of increasing death. This intense tale of an unresistible and hidden love spans 20 years and its tragic consequence. The website also announced yesterday, the theater fans, the time is upon us. After years of devout news, It's finally official. TV Smash is coming to Broadway in the 2024-2025 to season. Five-time Tony winner Susan Stroman will direct, with Joshua Burgess' continuous work from the NBC series as choreographer. As reported last year, the theater-centric series Long Journey to the Stage has shifted from a fully realized production of the series' fictional Marilyn Monroe biomusical Bombshell which did play a one-night-only benefit concert for the then-Actors Fund in 2015 to a musical adaptation of the series itself. The show, which aired on NBC for two seasons beginning in 2012, followed writers Julia and Tom loosely modeled on Lynn Ahrens and Stephen Flattery, creating a fictionist musical about screen icon Marilyn Monroe with the first season following the fight for the lead between newcomer Karen Cartwright and seasoned chorus girl Ivy Lynn, The stage musical will follow the process of mounting bombshell, but will otherwise depart liberally from the series, according to the press notes. Coming to theaters tomorrow, March 24th, is this week's only wide release, the neo noir action thriller John Wick Chapter Four, starring Keanu Reeves, Donnie Yen, Bill Sarsgaard, Lance Reddick, in one of his final roles, Lawrence Fishburne, Hiroki Sonata, Ian McShane, and Scott Adkins. The fourth John Wick film finds the bounty on the legendary hitman's head increase as he takes his fight across the high, against the high table global and he uncovers the path to defeating them. But before he can earn his freedom, Wick must face off against a deadly new foe with powerful alliances in the criminal underworld. How will he ever get out from under their grip? Unfortunately, this is Lance Reddick's final completed film role before his tragic passing last Friday, March 17, 2023. And at two hours and forty-nine minutes, that's 169 minutes, it's of runtime? It's actually the longest John Wick film. Go-go Power Rangers. Variety.com dropped the trailer for the anticipated Netflix reunion special yesterday, saying, The Power Rangers are back. Netflix is bringing back the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers cast for a 30th anniversary special titled Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Once and Always, premiering April 19th. The Netflix special features many of original beloved heroes, including the Blue Ranger Billy Cranston, David Yost, the first black ranger, Zach Taylor, Walter Jones, and Barbara Goodson, the voice of villain Rita Repulsa. It also can includes Catherine Sutherland, the second pink ranger, Steve Cardenas, the second ranger, Karen Ashley, the second yellow ranger, and Johnny Young Bosch, the second black ranger. In the special, the rangers reunite to fight Rita Repulsa, who is revealed to have killed Trini the original Yellow Ranger. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers premiered on NBC on, on, in 1993 on Fox Kids and quickly became a pop culture phenomenon. The live-action superhero series was based on Super Sentai, a Japanese tokusatsu franchise, and ended after three seasons in 1995. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie premiered in 1995 and featured Yostin Goodson, One notable absent is late actor Jason David Frank, the actor who played Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger and White Ranger, who died in November 2022. Speaking of 90s familiar faces, IGN declared Tuesday, Good Burger, Homo the Good Burger, is officially back in business. Paramount Plus and Nickelodeon Studios have greenlit a sequel, to the cult 90s movies with original stars Keenan Thompson and Cal Mitchell returning to reprise their roles as Dexter and Ed, The duo proudly announced the news on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon on Friday. Thompson called it a blessing to be back, saying that they both wanted to make a sequel since the first movie hit theaters over two decades ago. According to Variety, the cameras will start rolling a good book or two in a matter of months, with production set to begin in May, ahead of the sequels Mir on Paramount Plus later this year. Rejoice, 1997 Cinderella TV fans. Variety.com declared yesterday, the glass slippers still fit brandy. The singer's long-awaited return to Cinderella in a new Disney television movie has been given an official first look, courtesy of footage from the set of Descendants' Rise of Red. Brandy is reprised in the role of Cinderella 26 years after becoming the princess, opposite Whitney Houston's fairy tale godmother in the 1997 TV movie Rogers and Hammer Signed Cinderella. The set footage also confirmed that Descendants Rise of Red will feature the return of Paolo Matalaban, who played Brandy's Prince Charming in the 1997 movie. Charming is now king, and Cinderella is queen. Variety confirmed last November that Brandy boarded the Descendants movie as Cinderella. At the time, the movie musical had the working title of The Podcast, The Pocket Watch. The film centers on the relationship between Ren, Kylie Cantrell, the rebellious teenage daughter of the Queen of Hearts, and Chloe, Mia Baker, the cheerful but naive daughter of Cinderella and Prince Charming. The two must travel back in time to prevent the destruction of their home, the Kingdom of Adoran. Rita Ora is also starring in the film as the tyrannical Queen of Hearts. Our additional cast members include China and McLean as Uma, daughter of the Little Mermaid, sea witch Ursula, Morgan Dudley as Ella, the younger version of Cinderella, and Meloni Passen as the fairy godmother among others. Disney's Descendants franchise centers on the childrens of the studio's most infamous villains. No release date for the film has been given. Big news, Outlander fans. TVLine.com reported earlier today, Starz is making sure you won't be suffering through a droughtlander for years to come. Season 7 of Outlander will premiere Friday, June 16th at 87 7 Central, TVLine has learned. And we split into two parts with the second part debuting in 2024. New episodes will also be available each Friday at midnight ET on the Stars app and via streaming and on-demand. Season 7 will consist of 16 episodes in total, with two halves of eight episodes each. Middle Earth has some new residents coming to Amazon Prime videos, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. It was announced March 20th that Cicero and Tanya Moodle, and Roy Kurnier has been cast in recurring roles for season two, but no character descriptions have been given. Now, you know how last week it was announced that the Willow Disney Plus series had been axed? Well, that's not the case. Polygon.com stated March 17th, show producer John Castan has tweeted a correction. Neither I nor the folks at Lucasfilm would, or have actually characterized it quite that way. According to Castan, Willow isn't dead, just sleeping. Castan Thread continues for two more tweets as well, noting that the general slowing of production across the entertainment industry, but especially streaming and the logistics of scheduling around your cast commitments. The truth is less splashy than cancellation, he writes, but here it is. A decision was made last week to release our main cast for other series opportunities that may arise for them in the coming year. With all the TV and movies in productions around the world, it feels unfair to limit an actor's availability without a clear sense of when you're going to need them again. According to Castan, Season 2 of Willow is, if not completely written, significantly planned out, and some characters with small roles in the first season like Annabelle Davis' Mims, will have much larger ones in the new. But since their initial contracts did include so much season two work, they're now busy with other projects. Due to forces much larger and more intricate than I would ever pretend to fully understand, Castan says, production of streaming shows is slowing down across the entire industry. And Willow won't resume filming in the next 12 months. But here's what's equally true. With the enthusiastic and unwavering support of Lucasfilm and Disney, we've developed and written what we hope is a brain-meltingly fun, richer and darker and better, Volume 2, which builds on the characters and story of our first eight chapters. The Worm survives. The Worm is the shadowy evil force worshipped by the Crone, the ultimate antagonist of Willow's first season. So, is Willow cancelled? No, according to its executive producer. But do we know if it'll continue? That's hazier. I have total confidence that if an appetite for more Willow persists, Disney, Lucasfilms, and this amazing cast will satisfy it, Kazdan wrote in his thread. The last topics of the day are the new movies on DVD. Now out on DVD is the horror film Megan, which stars the talents of Alison Williams, Ronnie Hsieng, Violet McGraw, and Brian Jordan Alvarez. It came out on theaters in January 6th this year, the very first horror film and major release of the year, and scared up $95 million. 2023's first major horror release, and movie release technically, centers on Gemma, a brilliant toy company robotics who uses artificial intelligence to create the prototype for Megan, short for Model 3 Generative Android, a lifelike doll whose job is to be both a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally. Soon after she finishes finish his work on the prototype doll, she unexpectedly gets custody of her orphan young niece, Katie. is unsure on how to be a parent and under intense pressure at work She chooses to pair her Megan prototype with Katie, but her decision has terrifying consequences when the doll becomes self-aware and super overprotective of the girl, leading her to kill and harm anyone that gets in her way. Did you know the film was originally shot as an R-rated movie until the producers noticed during editing that it was close enough to become a PG-13 film? So they had to reshoot stern machines to dial down the violence and thought it was a lot more effective than actually seeing the violence displayed on screen. Jason Blum even cited 2009's Drag Me to Hell as a good PG-13 horror film that was pretty effective. On the other hand, a not-so-successful film is also out on DVD this week. That would be Damon Zell's epic period black comedy drama Babylon starring Brad Pitt, Gene Smart, Margot Robbie, and Diego Calva. The December 23rd, 2022 release, which divided critics when opened and was an enormous box office flop, making $65 million worldwide and only $14 million here in the States, centers on the rise and fall of multiple people during the 1920s Hollywood switched from silent films to talking films. It was up for Best Original Score, Best Production Design, and Best Costume Design at the recent Oscars, but didn't take home anything. Finally, coming to Blu-ray and digital and regular DVD on March 28th is Batman, The Doom That Came to Gotham, starring David Guntoli, Tati Gabriel, Emily O'Brien, James Marsden, Tim Russ, John DiMaggio, Patrick Fabian, and Brian George, adapted from the comic book series of the same name, it centers on an alternate Batman in the 1920s, fighting against supernatural mystical forces, attacking his beloved Gotham City, after accidentally awakening an entity called the Lurker on the Threshold. That's all for this week's news, folks. So until we meet again, as always, stay safe, watch and watch lots of movies and dvds bye now